the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. When it comes to sin and our understanding of it, the Apostle Paul helps us out considerably here in Romans chapter 1, starting at verse 28. And that is where we'll catch up with Pastor Leighton Sheely today on Study Verse by Verse from Church of the Highlands here in San Bruno and online at highlands.us. You know, we want to minimize sin. We want to minimize just what our responsibility for it really is. The fact is, God doesn't let us off the hook, so much so that he would send his son to a cross to pay for that sin. Let's catch up with Pastor Layton. Again, Romans chapter 1 is our cross-reference, beginning in verse 28. For today's study, verse by verse verse 28 and following, this is what we read. Since they thought it foolish to acknowledge God, he abandoned them to their foolish thinking and let them do things that should never be done. Their lives became full of every kind of wickedness, sin, greed, hate, envy, murder, hate, envy, murder, quarreling, deception, malicious behavior, and gossip. That's mentioned there? Yes, it is. They are backstabbers, haters of God, insolent, proud, and boastful. They invent new ways of sinning, and they disobey their parents. They refuse to understand, break their promises, are heartless, and have no mercy. Now, they know that God's justice requires that those who do these things deserve to die, and yet they do them anyway. Worse yet? They encourage others to do them too. Verse 10. And the Lord said, What have you done? The voice of your brother's blood is crying to me from the ground. So God's role now shifts from interrogator to prosecutor. What have you done? And Cain learned something he may not have previously considered. That although Abel's body was covered with earth, it could not be hidden because the blood screamed out to God. Spilled blood cannot be shoveled underground and hidden. It cries out aloud to heaven. Abel's spilled blood cries out from the ground to God. And maybe that's what is meant in Hebrews 11.4 when it says, Abel, being dead, yet speaks. Even though he was dead, the blood still cried out to God. In the book of Numbers, we find this written. If anyone kills a person, the murderer shall be put to death on the evidence of witnesses. But no person shall be put to death on the testimony of one witness. Moreover, you shall accept no ransom for the life of a murderer who is guilty of death, but he shall be put to death. You shall not pollute the land in which you live, for blood pollutes the land. And no atonement can be made for the land for the blood that is shed in it, except by the blood of the one who shed it. And when I read that, I'm reminded of the blood of 60 million American babies that have been aborted and murdered before they took their first breath. Surely 
Their cry is heard in heaven. And surely God's judgment is coming if our nation does not repent. Acts generate consequences. And no one can take the life of another without consequences. And the more you think about Cain's crime, his sin, the more heinous it becomes. It wasn't motivated by a sudden burst of passion. It was methodically premeditated. And he wasn't killing a stranger in self-defense. He murdered his own brother because of envy and hatred. And furthermore, that was after he had been to worship God and in spite of God's specific warning and promise. And finally, once the deed was done, Cain took it very lightly and tried to lie his way out of it. Verse 11, And now you are cursed from the ground, which has opened its mouth to receive your brother's blood from your hand. And when you work the ground, it shall no longer yield to you its strength. You shall be a fugitive and a wanderer on the earth. So Cain had defiled the ground with his brother's blood. And now the ground wouldn't work for him. He could put a seed in, he could water it, and nothing was going to come from his labors. So obviously then he could not continue in his occupation as a farmer. All he could do is wander from place to place and eke out a living. The words here, fugitive and wander, are also found together in Isaiah chapter 24, where it reads, The earth staggers like a drunken man, it sways like a hut. And the parallelism indicates that sin, the aimlessness of this movement, that without God giving us direction, life is aimless. We just wander from one place to another. A gifted Bible scholar once wrote, A vagabond has no home. A fugitive is running from home. A stranger is away from home. But a pilgrim is heading home. I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore, choose life. Cain made the wrong choice. Instead of being a pilgrim in life, he became a stranger and fugitive. For disobeying God, Adam and Eve had been sent out of the garden and occupied a harsher place outside. But Cain is driven to a place where the ground won't even respond to his efforts. Sin results in broken relationships and alienation. And alienation from God leads us to fear other people. When we fear God, we don't fear people. Because we know that God is with us, and He's guiding us, and He's protecting us, and He's providing for us. And if He allows something, there's a purpose in it, and the purpose is always good. But those who do not know God and fear God, fear people. Cain said to the Lord, my punishment is greater than I can bear. Behold, you have driven me today away from the ground and from your face I shall be hidden. I shall be a fugitive and a wanderer on the earth and whoever finds me will kill me. Now I want you to notice here there's a total lack of any compassion for Abel. Or for mom and dad. Or even God, because he sinned against God. Cain never repented of his sin. Notice he didn't say, my guilt is more than I can bear. He says, my punishment is more than I can bear. He was concerned with the punishment, not his character. 
And unlike Adam, who offered no protest when God sent him from the garden, Cain protests that the judgment is too harsh. Now, if I can rephrase it, to communicate the arrogance with which Cain is speaking, who do you think you are, God, to judge me so harshly? Again, Cain was all about Cain, first and foremost. And Cain knew that if he wandered from place to place, he'd be in danger because there'd be those who might seek his life. And if he stayed in one place, he would starve because the earth had turned against him. God had turned against him and people would turn against him. And he knew that as civilization continued to expand in his long life, that someone someday was going to seek to avenge Abel's blood. Then the Lord said to him, not so. If anyone kills Cain, vengeance shall be taken on him sevenfold. And the Lord put a mark on Cain, lest any who found him should attack him. Then Cain went away from the presence of the Lord and settled in the land of wandering Nod, east of Eden. So God put a mark on Cain that would protect him from assaults of people who wanted to kill him. We don't know what the mark was. There have been a lot of creative suggestions as to what it was. But we, knew, know that, we do know that it was such that people who recognized it would know that, that, that he was under God's protection. So Cain is banned, and yet he is still blessed. He's a marked man in a positive sense. He leaves God's presence, but not God's protection. He leaves God's presence, but not God's protection. Then Cain went away from the presence of the Lord. Now, this week, as you're reflecting upon this passage, I I want you to consider the weight and the significance of that fact that Cain went away from the presence of the Lord. It was not just for a time, it was not just for a distance, it was for eternity. God went, I mean, Cain went away from the presence of the Lord. There's some who've asked, well, did Cain repent? And the indication from scripture is that he didn't because the New Testament consistently pictures Cain in the negative with phrases like the way of Cain and who was evil one and, and murdered his brother. Is contrasted with his brother Abel as being righteous. So some have asked the question, could Cain have asked forgiveness and been restored? Well, we're not told. But we are told that he never ceased to be a fugitive. His citizenship wasn't in heaven, and he had no hope of getting there. He just wandered in the land of wandering. There's an interesting insight when you read through Genesis. You'll, talk, you'll read about the various characters, and it'll eventually say, and, and after this number of years, he died, and he died, and he died, and he died. You'll never find a reference to Cain, and he died. He just kept wandering out in the wilderness. I'm sure his family might have said at some point, where's Cain? I don't know. He's out wandering. Is he still alive? I don't know. Well, did he die? I don't know. Where is he buried? I don't know. Well, we know that Cain did eventually die. The Bible says that 
It is appointed unto man once to die, and then the judgment. The scripture, as we continue reading, indicates that he built a civilization, and his family members followed his example, and that civilization was destroyed in the flood. Cain was a man who did not care to please God, and because he didn't, God didn't bless him as God blessed his brother Abel, a man of faith. And because of his anger and envy over the blessing upon his brother, he brought disaster upon himself. And God has preserved his example to help us avoid it. The record of his life is kept for us in Scripture as a warning to anyone who pretends to worship, plays with sin, and doesn't take temptation seriously. A sober call and reminder of just how deadly sin really is. This has been Study Verse by Verse with Pastor Leighton Sheely. This week we've been in Genesis chapter 4, looking at Cain and Abel and the sin of Cain, and just how serious sin really is, whether it's murder or a simple lie. It all is deadly. For information about Study Verse by Verse or Church of the Highlands in San Bruno, visit our website, highlands.us. That's highlands.us. Have a great weekend. We'll see you Monday for another broadcast of Study Verse by Verse. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.